hey, I've got some really exciting news. We are returning. We're back on the road with The Shaleen Show Live. In conjunction with my book launch party, I am taping a live episode of The Shaleen Show at the Saban Theater in Beverly Hills on April 18th. Now, that is a Thursday. Pod Squad, I would love to meet you. This is going to be really special. I mean, they're all really special because I get to meet you and you guys get to meet each other and they're fun. And it's the ultimate girls night out. And fellas, if you were smart, you should come with your lady or you should come to find yourself the love of your life because I have the smartest, funnest, coolest, most amazing audience. And I can't wait for you guys to meet each other. So grab your tickets now. You can find them by going to shaleenshowlive.com. General admission starts at $39. And I don't know if they'll be available at the time that you're listening to this, but we did make just a few special seats available for people who basically want to spend the day with me and Brett and the team. You'll go to lunch with us. You'll hang out backstage. We'll pop some champagne. You'll help me pick out my outfit. We'll have a good time. You'll meet the drag queen who happens to be emceeing the show. Like, this is a once in a lifetime experience. Hey, don't wait. Go to shaleenshowlive.com and I will see you on Thursday, April 18th. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shaleen Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. All right, Mom, this one's all you. Well, thanks, Brock. Yeah, today I thought we would talk about good sales pages or opt-in pages, freemium pages, lead pages, any page other than your homepage, any page where you want people specifically to take action. So let's start with that first. There's a big difference between a homepage or what some people call you know, their website and what you should be thinking of in terms of a landing page. Okay, so first, obviously, you know what your website is. A homepage is it's the main page when someone goes to visit shaleenjohnson.com or 131method.com. On the homepage, there's navigation. Hopefully, you'll land on a homepage and you can learn more. You can investigate. Hopefully, you'll spend a lot of time on someone's website slash homepage. It's where you can learn more about the events that they're doing. Maybe you'll see pictures, blog posts. You can scroll around and learn more about my podcast, courses I offer, my social media links products that we have for sale, and even courses that we have for sale. But a landing page or a sales page or an opt-in page is a page where you specifically want people to take one action. And that one action is considered a conversion. So landing on that page and then clicking a button (laughs) is called conversion, a conversion. And what our goal is, is people who are building their business online, is to get people to take action, right? Of course it is. In order to do that, we want to have as few distractions as possible. Therefore, step one is, if you are trying to build your email list from a page that exists on your website, 
which means that there's navigation at the top, which means they have to scroll to find the page, which means that even once they're on the page, there's still other things happening on the page that could distract them from taking action, then you need to create a standalone landing page. Now, the great thing is that there's tons of free resources that allow you to do this. Just go to Google and type in free landing pages. In fact, before you even do that, because I already know that you have an email management program, you have a software or provider that you use for that. Maybe it's Kajabi, Klaviyo or Klaviyo, Eye Contact, Infusionsoft, Get Responses, MailChimp. There's a 90% chance that they offer you free landing page templates. These are standalone pages and that's what you need. Now grab a pen and a piece of paper because the rest of these tips are elements that you need to be certain your landing page has these in place and they're working. They're converting. Okay, first, and I want to apologize if this feels like I'm saying something to you that you already know, but I can't even tell you how many times I'm working with a very experienced digital marketer, like this is what they do for a living, and they forget that the page that they're designing has got to be optimized for mobile. Because we do so much of our designing, etc., on the desktop, that we forget that nearly 70% of the population is using their phone to go anywhere online. And it's very likely that your audience, it's closer to 80 or even 90%. So it has to be optimized for mobile, number one. Next, don't even bother designing an opt-in page, a landing page, a sales page, unless you already have a campaign in mind to send people directly to that page. Otherwise, you can just send them to your homepage. But if you have a campaign, a Facebook ad, social media influencers, you yourself are sending people directly to a singular page to take a singular action, you have a very focused campaign in place, that's like the basics before you would even need to design a landing page or an opt-in page. Also, with everything that I'm about to describe for you, make sure that your landing page, once it's done, doesn't take too long to load. What kinds of things take forever to load? Massive image files, too many images, videos that haven't been condensed or converted. Any file that's too big is going to take the landing page too long to load. And 40% of consumers say that they abandon a website if it takes more than three seconds to load. It's estimated that top shopping sites lose $2.5 million in sales every year by simply having a page that takes more than one second to load. Isn't that crazy? So yeah, we're pretty impatient. Next, your headline. What is the problem that you're going to solve? Because you need to hook the potential viewer with the problem, not the solution. The problem, the problem. What is the problem? That problem, the problem or the pain point. What is it the person who's landed on your page? What is their pain point? What is it they're trying to solve? What are they looking for? What is the thing that is a challenge or an obstacle for them today? So let's say, for example, you teach new parents how to get their kids to sleep on a schedule. So what's the pain point? Rather than having your heading say, book a sleep consultation today, you know, which is, that's a call to action. That's great. But you're not really addressing the problem. So you might say something like, need more sleep or need to simplify baby's sleep schedule. 
need a better sleep schedule? You know, so think about what is the thing the person's struggling with? What is the challenge? If I'm trying to attract people who are looking to build their social media, it would be a mistake for me to use a heading that says, download free Instagram report here, because I haven't addressed the problem. But if I were to use a heading, something to the effect of need more followers, now I'm addressing the problem. So what is the problem? And make sure the problem or the pain point or the thing that that person's looking for, whatever they believe the solution to be, make sure that is easy to identify in your heading. Right below your heading should be your subheading. And again, your subheading should be as brief as possible, but it should give the viewer, the person who's landed there, a little bit more information. If your heading identifies a problem, let's say it says, hey, do you need more social media followers? That's your heading. Then beneath it, it could say, download this free Instagram growth report today. So that would be a subheading where you're kind of explaining what it is they're there for. It's a little bit more information and you've got the opportunity to give more details. You've still got more space below that. You can give a few more details below your subheading, but it's really your heading and your subheading that people are making a decision from. Everything below that is extra. Now, I know I've mentioned you have to identify the problem or the challenge, but let's face it, there are always exceptions, right? You might have a landing page where people are going to your landing page to sign up or to buy tickets to something that they're already aware of. So there are always exceptions, but generally speaking, just make sure that your headline, it reflects what's going on on your page. When people land there, they know specifically why they're there. It should be very short. It should be brief, but long enough to convey why it is they've landed there. I think the most challenging piece to designing a landing page is for it to remain focused because, you know, we we love our product and we know the questions that people ask about our services or the thing that it is we offer. We know that there's so much more to it. We know that there's lots of problems it solves and that we can help people in so many ways. But the more information you put on your landing page, the more options you give them, such as navigation, including navigation or anything else that can take them off that page, the longer they stay on that page, the less likely they are to convert. The longer they're on the page, the more likely they are to receive a text message or a notification. You guys, we are fighting against all the other distractions, the very same distractions that you and I have. I mean, think about the last time you you were doing something, you were just about to click enter, or you were just about to enter, pull out your credit card, or you were just about to take an action. And then you get a text message from your kid or your phone rings or something happens and you're like, oh yeah, okay, I can do that later. But you never go back. So remove all distractions. So remove all distractions and make it as simple and as seamless as possible. Resist the temptation to add more info or ask for more info. The fewer forms or the fewer lines that you have your visitor fill out, the higher your conversions will be. So for example, if you're asking for first name, last name, website, industry, phone number, and email, you're going to have very low conversions. If you're asking for name and email, well, conversions go up. If you're just asking for email address, conversions are going to be at their highest. Now, of course, you can put the little asterisks by it so people know that they don't have to fill in that information, but it doesn't matter. The eye glances at the form, and if we see a lot of lines, 
We're like, eh, yeah, never mind. It will greatly reduce conversions. As with all things, there are always exceptions. So let's say, for example, you are in network marketing and you want to do a challenge revolved around sleep. You are someone who is a network marketer for essential oils and you want to do the sleep challenge where you're sending people maybe a sample and they're you know improving their sleep over 15 days, etc. And you've got an opt-in page for that and you're promoting it on your social media. And you happen to know that in your social media, a lot of fellow network marketers, even people who are new to the organization you're with, they're following you and they don't realize that what you're trying to do is a lead generation for your business. And so they want to sign up for your free challenge, right? And they're like, oh, I want to improve my sleep with so-and-so. I know her. She's like really well-established in our business. So I want to sign up for it. That might be an instance where on your landing page, you actually have a field where it asks them if they're already in a network marketing organization or some means by which to screen out or to create two separate lists, one for potential new customers, potential clients. And one for people who you're delivering the information to them, but you're not going to target them to be business builders because they're already in the same organization. Or you might even send those people an email and let them know, I'm sorry, this is just open to people who are not already customers of fill-in-the-blank organization. Next is your hero image and or video. And by this, I mean, it's the image at the top of the page that really kind of at a glance conveys either the problem or what it is or why it is that person has landed there. It's the hero shot. As of 2019, we've got pretty good statistics that video converts better on landing pages than just about anything else, but not just any video. It's got to be short, it needs to loop, and it must have subtitles. I know what you're going to ask. How short is short? <laughs> Probably shouldn't ask me because I'm very long-winded. It needs to be five minutes or less. If you can make it 30 seconds, great. But remember that when people pull up your page, they are usually doing so late at night with their spouse laying next to them under the covers so that their spouse doesn't know that they're still on their phone. I'm not speaking from personal examples. How dare you? But they're under their covers and they have their phone on mute. So they're not going to catch the first like whatever 10 words that you say anyway. So make sure there's subtitles there. And then by the time they've whatever, like turn the volume up so they can hear what you're saying because what they've read what you've written and they like the subtitles, they like what they're reading, and then they start to turn it up. If your video is only 30 seconds long, now the video is done. So have the video loop. Have the video loop for up to two or three times if it's a 30-second video. Just make sure that people, you're giving them a second to figure out what's going on, on the phone, that they actually want to listen to what you're saying and then to tune into it. And having it loop is a great way to make sure that happens because we do know from statistics reported by Unbounds, which is, by the way, another great landing page service, that people far prefer watching a video over reading an article. If you are going to use a video, however, make sure that you put the call to action in your video as well. Of course, it's going to be on the landing page and they're not going to actually be able to click on the video to actually take that action, but you need to put the call to action or a call to action in your video. Videos are also a great way for your customers to get to meet you or for you to demonstrate your product. The mistake that we made with the 131 method is the video we had on our landing page was nine minutes long. Nine minutes long. Like, what was I even thinking? I'll tell you what I was thinking. I was thinking that 
I know that people want a short video, but there's no way I can describe what this program does and share my story and share all the features and benefits in less than nine minutes. Well, that's not the point of a landing page video. That's called an infomercial. And I was trying to put basically an infomercial on our sales page. And the fact of the matter is consumers don't want that. They don't have time. They will quickly make a decision and they need to do so with a shorter video. The attention span just isn't there anymore. So make your video short. If you're going to use an image, make sure it's the right image. Make sure that the person on the page is looking directly either at the person who's looking at the page. And if you're using a hero shot, statistically speaking, we know that if it's a person, if they're looking at the call to action, we see a higher conversion rate. If they're looking away from the call to action, there's a lower conversion rate. And those images need to draw us in. They need to hold our attention. We need to look at it for a moment. If it's busy and complicated and there's just too much going on or if it's too dark or whatever, if it doesn't draw people in, it will reduce conversions. And how do you know? Split testing. You can't guess at this stuff. You've got to split test it. At this stage, we are still designing the area that's called above the fold. In other words, what we've talked about thus far, everything needs to be seen when somebody pulls up your landing page without having to scrub or to scroll. Like they don't have to scroll down to see everything I've mentioned thus far, which would be the heading, the subhead, the video and or hero shot, and either a button that says get started now, which would be the call to action, or a field where they enter their email address or both, right? Like you could put enter email address here and click get started. Now, most likely you're not going to have all their payment information there. Personally, I've seen a lot of pages where they say just click get started, which is fine, except there's a couple of seconds there where they could get a text message or be distracted. So I personally, we personally, at the moment, as of 2019, like to get their email address first. Okay, so again, that's all of what we've talked about are things you're going to see above the fold. Also above the fold, if at all possible, you really need to help people understand like what it is they're there for. Besides the heading, and the subheading, and a brief explanation of how this all comes together, a brief explanation of the benefits and how it could help them. Keep this as straightforward as possible. Think in terms of bullets. Remember that you've got just seconds for people to make a decision. So you want your copy to be as brief and as impactful as possible. Now, we addressed the pain point in the heading but it's also important, if at all possible, from a psychological standpoint, that you do something above the fold that makes mention of the possibility or the pleasure or the reward or how things are going to be better by using this product and or service. You can do this with a text description. You can do this with social proof, maybe even testimonials, etc. However, most testimonials are going to show up below the fold. They're useful but if someone hasn't made a decision, we're going to let them continue to scroll down on your landing page because there's only so much you can fit above the fold. If your landing page is in fact a sales page, it's also important that you feature your guarantee. Customers love guarantees, especially if you're doing an introductory or a baby offer, if you will, a tripwire. A guarantee greatly reduces the risk. With a guarantee, we feel like we're safe. So it's going to improve your conversions. 
Now, perhaps most importantly, let's talk about the call to action, the call to action. What is it you're trying to get them to do? Here's a little tip. Don't use the word submit. Use something more exciting like yes, exclamation mark, I'm in or let's do this. When selecting a color for your call to action button, I know you want your page to look all pretty and such and you want to use contrasting colors or colors that coordinate. But when it comes to that button, that button needs to stand out like a sore thumb. You want to make sure it doesn't match anything else on your page. Like it needs to like scream, look at me. And if it's killing you to use a color that doesn't match anything else on your page, that's fine. Use a color though, even if it coordinates, that hasn't been used on that page. It's like the only place where we're seeing that color. And bonus points if you can use graphics that actually bring your eye to the CTA. And that's it for what your landing page needs to or should really include above the fold. Below the fold, how long you make your landing page, I mean, there are lots of experts who will tell you that the long form landing pages or sales pages, that they still work, that you can go on and on and on and include all of your testimonials and all of the information and cover all of your customers' possible objectives. If you are going to do that, just make sure that throughout the scroll, the call to action is there so that if they've just read the perfect testimonial and they finally made the decision, they don't have to scroll back up to look for the call to action button. So you want to repeat that call to action button throughout your content. And lastly, don't forget that this stuff isn't a science. And even though someone will tell you, this is the best practice, this is what's working, well, your customers might be different. So feel free to test some things out. But if you're going to test, make sure that you're using a program, a landing page builder that provides A-B split testing so that you can actually compare conversion rates. You can literally, I mean, this is some pretty fascinating stuff where you can compare like everything on the landing page is exactly the same, but in one photo, you're using a man looking at the CTA and the, the other photo, you're using a woman looking at the CTA. And wow, the one with the female converts, I'm just doing this hypothetically, converts 3% better. Or geez, we notice that if we change the color of the background on the page, it converts another 2% better. Like these tiny, teeny, fractional little percentages that you can boost conversions make a humongous difference. So you always want to be testing, perfecting, and working to improve your conversion rates. And you can't do that unless you're looking at your numbers. Well, that's it for today. I hope this has been very helpful to you. And I hope you love this kind of thing. I, I would love to invite you to become a student of the Marketing Impact Academy, where we teach all of this and more in the precise order so that you're not doing anything out of sequence. That's what I find people who are entrepreneurs like you, we like to learn how to do things ourselves. We can figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to find the person who's going to teach us how to do it. I'll figure it out. I'll master it, which is awesome. That's great. Except that too often we do things in the wrong order. So let me save you a boatload of time, money, hassle, and headache by inviting you to check out the Marketing Impact Academy. Learn more by going to marketingimpactacademy.com. We open up registration at least once a year and you want to make sure you get on the waiting list. Well, as always, my goal is to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. Y'all, we're done. I'm off to the gym. Oh,